good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today as it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being part of this and listening in and hopefully rejuvenating your own relationship with the Lord and keeping it flourishing and warm and tender in your walk with God. That's a difficult thing, isn't it? I have been speaking recently and through the podcast about uh, an ongoing issue that many come to me and are struggling with, at least come to me in a pastoral role, saying, uh, can you offer some help about this? There are so many that I have uh, had contact with that are struggling with fear and anxiety, and it's just tearing them apart. There are many people that have this undercurrent all the time of an uncertainty and of really a dryness in their spiritual walk with God. And they're wondering how they can overcome this. Uh, this question recently came up in a, in a uh, Sunday school class that I teach, uh, and it was a question that was asked of, of somebody who has known the Lord, who uh, pro- professes to know Jesus Christ as Savior, and yet they seem a bit surprised that this would happen. But all of us know that this that's not the case. There are times as you walk in your discipleship with Christ where there appears to be times when you, you've almost lost God, where your connection to Him is not what it ought to be. And that sense is very real to you. And I want to take the next several podcasts to talk about this very real issue. Uh, as most of you know that listen to this podcast, I'm a reader. I love to read books. I have a lot of them personally that I love to glean from, and it gives a, a better richness to your uh, counseling and preaching abilities to be able to reach people. And so I have been reading recently uh, the writings of a man named Micah Colbert. Uh, he literally is a outreach pastor at Community of Grace Church in Buffalo, New York. And he's written some books that I think are very helpful in terms of outreach and helping me to be a better evangelist and testimony for our Savior and for the gospel. And he wrote one called Good News for All Nations and Discovering Hope. And he had does, has done a phenomenal job, I believe, in summarizing and putting together some thoughts that will help every believer when you're feeling spiritually dry. Uh, in fact, that's the title of one of his writings. And I want, I want to give him credit because I want to interact with his articles. And I want to share with you some things that came to my mind as I read his thoughts. Uh, and so that you understand that they originated with him, but yet they have been a blessing to my own soul. And they have given me a framework on which I can counsel other people about times of spiritual dryness in their own life. So if that's you today... You're listening to this and you're thinking, yes, I have sensed that spiritual dryness in my own life. Uh, I want you to have this information, and we're going to talk about this in the next few podcasts uh, on the based on the foundation of what uh, Pastor Colbert has, Colbert has said. Uh, every Christian goes through times when you feel spiritually dry. I know I have. 
Uh, maybe you're going through a dry season right now while you're listening to this. It may have been that, yes, you're in church. Yes, you're trying to faithfully serve the Lord. Yes, you do, you're doing your very best to walk in obedience to Him. But there's a dry season in your life right now. You don't feel close to Him. You're kind of like Job who said, I looked this way and that way, and I just don't seem to be able to have that connection that I had at one time. There was a point in your life when you were really zealous about God. You were pursuing him. You were enamored with his love for you. You were absolutely stunned by his grace, uh, and it was just new and fresh to you. But but perhaps that, that season or that passion seems to have waned in your life. And Pastor Colbert actually talks about practicing spiritual disciplines. And when that becomes a, a drudgery rather than a delight, uh, that's when spiritual dryness has come into your life. So when you're feeling spiritual, spiritually dry, what should you do? Uh, he offers some great suggestions here. So let me, let me give you those and then comment on these as well. He makes a point that feeling spiritual dry can be an indicator that things aren't right in your relationship with God and others. Uh, in fact, I would add to that that the Bible frequently says that my relationship with God and others often determines, is actually the biggest determination of my spiritual dryness. Uh, you can ignore that kind of warning in the Bible, or you can take time to really reflect on it and evaluate, where have I gone wrong? What relationship needs to be to be uh, supported here and built up and changed? Because during the times of dryness, you need to ask yourselves, one of the important questions, and that is, are there patterns of unconfessed sin that hinder me from drawing near to God? I know that when I do a new discipleship class, we spend time talking about this. That in Psalm 66, 18, the Bible says that if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. There is broken fellowship with God if I cherish if I pet a, a, a longed-for sin in my life, if I have this cherishing glance toward that particular act of unbelief, and I, it remains unconfessed in my life, it breaks my fellowship with the Lord. So that's the number one question when you reflect on why you have spiritual dryness in life. That is to ask yourself, and be honest, I mean brutally honest, where you're before God and you say, and most of us, let's, we, we know when there are things that we have caressed and, and things that we have glanced at in a loving way, something that we're unwilling to give up or to concede. But you need to be honest and ask yourself, number one, do I have a pattern of unconfessed sin that hinders me from drawing near to God? And you know when that is, right? you know that when that particular entrenched sin in your life dominates your thinking, uh, when you even make provision for that sin, uh, whatever it might be in your life, it may be a life-dominating addiction that you're struggling with and you make provision for that at all times. Um, that's a question you need to ask yourself, and some people don't need to go beyond this first diagnostic question, is, is looking with earnest reflection on that question. Number two, uh, you need to reflect on this question. Am I numbing my soul with excessive entertainment and mindless distractions? Wow, are we in that kind of atmosphere in our culture, at least in America today? 
uh, I, my soul can be absolutely calloused with my pursuit of amusement. The word amusement, uh, to muse means to think. Amuse means to not think. And so I put my, I take my mind out of gear and I settle for mindless distractions and I allow my hours and my minutes to be consumed with pointless things that are not going to draw me near to Christ. That's a second question that you can ask yourself. And a third diagnostic question would be this today. Am I truly satisfied in Christ? Or am I looking to something else for a sense of worth, identity, or purpose? I have counseled and provided spiritual care for so many people down through the years. And one common pattern that I frequently find in, in, in people that are struggling and stumbling along uh, they're always trying some new fad. They're always looking for some new hobby. They're always looking for something other than what really should matter, that satisfaction in Jesus Christ. Uh, there are people that they don't know how to deal with this life and this world, and they're looking in every other place other than where it can be found. Like the psalmist, God literally asks, um, uh, like the psalmist, ask God, to search your heart. Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24, the Bible says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. See if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way of a way everlasting. Realize, folks, that these diagnostic questions are prompting you to reflect on some major reasons why you experience spiritual dryness want to resume with this in the next day, but let me give you that homework. In the next podcast, I'm going to return to this. But meantime, why don't you do this homework today? Take the opportunity to ask yourself those three diagnostic questions. Are there patterns of unconfessed sin that hinder you from drawing near to God? Are you numbing your soul? Number two, are you numbing your soul with excessive entertainment and mindless distractions? Number three, am I truly satisfied in Christ or am I looking everywhere else to try to find worth, identity, or purpose? Folks, I believe if you'll be honest and serious about that, God's going to start you on this way to, uh, to leaving the spiritual dryness in your life. Uh, make sure that these questions are the first things that you address. And I believe God will be have you on the path where you need to be. God bless you today. Walk with Christ. Be serious and sober. The time is drawing near when we'll go and meet Him in heaven. Walk with Him.